Tanya for the seventh of Iyab, but first the story. The Magid of Koshnitz, Rishol of Koshnitz, was, was really suffered with illness, extreme illness and extreme pain. And it really took up, it took up his life. He, he really suffered through it all. But a very interesting phenomenon would happen when it was time to daven, when it was time to do any mitzvah or learn Torah, he would rally. And no one understood how he had that inner strength to just... To, to rally, and it was such a puzzling thing, because as soon as he was ready to do something holy, he had the strength. The second it was finished, he would entirely lose all his strength, and he was back in his bed in with extreme pain and extreme weakness, and people couldn't, they couldn't puzzle it out, they couldn't work out how this was happening. So one of the chassidim, I guess, gathered enough guts and asked the market of Koshnitz, how is it possible? How, how, how are you able to live like this, and, and, and then just muster up all this energy? So he answered like this, he said, it says in the book of Yeshai, those that trust in Hashem will have, will be renewed. But Yachalifu also means to switch, to exchange. They exchange people that trust in Hashem, they exchange their strength. So he explains like this, he said there are people who live their life six days a week and they work extremely hard and then it comes to Shabbos and they collapse, they have no, no more energy to do anything else and that's it, they crash out and all the holiness of Shabbos and all the experience of Shabbos is entirely lost because they have no more energy throughout the week. And says the, says the Maggot of Koshis, all I did is I switched the strength, I I, when they lose their strength for holiness because they're using all their strength on mundane things, they, the, I take their strength and I use it for the holiness because they're not using it, so I'm able to exchange it. But the rest of the time when I'm, I'm using it, when I need my strength for regular things, you know, it's, I, 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 I exchange it back. I don't need it for that. So the Margaret Koshness, you know, he was able to, to pick his moments very well when to exchange his, exchange, exchange strength in order to find it at the right moment. The Tanya right now is taking a very interesting turn. The, we explained Higher and lower levels of love and fear. We, ex- we explained these niche types of love, which are absolutely fascinating. We discussed the advantages and the disadvantages, respectively, of, of each one. But where we're holding right now is, there's another angle with which we could approach having emotion, having lishma feelings, having, you know... Um, feeling when doing Tyre and Mitzvahs, and this doesn't involve everything we've discussed until now. It's almost like a brand new direction. It's not like a niche type of love, because that's love, and that's fear. That's Chesed and Gevura, respectively. This is a brand new approach. It's a creative, let's call it, third highway with which we could approach having Tyre and Mitzvahs, basically thinking about what we're going to discuss in chapter 45, and having like a, a unique way to have feelings. And what's interesting, and again, I, I can't help myself but just make this this connection, though the connection's obvious, it's it's not something which is, is mentioned in the Tanya itself, and that is the direct connection between chapter 45 and 32. 32 was added, the one that discusses how a person's able to accomplish, obviously, show to any person, no matter who he is. The connection between that and chapter 45, the connection is quite... Quite stark, so I, I can't help but just mention to look out for that. Let's begin. There's another approach, another pathway in front of a person. That's the operative word. To 
do Torah and mitzvahs, to occupy himself with Torah and mitzvahs for the sake of Hashem, to have feeling, real emotion, not just doing it, you know, because you were trained that way as a young child, so this is just the way you behave. No, to have actual real feeling when you do Torah and mitzvahs. How is this? Utilizing the sphere, utilizing the approach, the attribute of Yaakov, and Yaakov's attribute is the attribute of mercy so until now we're talking about Avram and Yitzchak if you want to put it into the forefathers um, domains Avraham was chesed Yitzchak gvura, love and fear but now there's a third approach which is mercy but how does mercy have anything to do with feeling how can you have mercy and then suddenly you know approach a Torah put a coin in a tzedakah pushka um, shake a lulav and have feeling What's the connection? Salt is going to explain. By before doing the Torah mitzvahs and the, the prayer or whatever you're doing to arouse mercy, so a person having deep mercy on his soul. What happened to this? His soul was a piece of God. It was connected to Hashem, who is the life of all things, who surrounds the worlds and fills the worlds. And everything's nothing compared to God. So you have a piece of, of, of Hashem. Uh, uh, literally, a piece of Hashem, a uh, soul. And that soul was thrown down from the higher, of, highest of heights of where it was and, in, and in, injected into a serpent skin, which is the body. That's such a, 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 a dreadful um, fate for a soul, which all a soul wants, like a flame wanting to r- rush upwards, like we spoke about earlier on. The flame, um, the flame of the soul wants to connect to God, and yet it's stuck here. <laughs> which is distant from Hashem and the possible distance. That, that is it. There's no further distance away from Hashem, from away from where the soul wants to be and, and, and was originally. This world is where the, where the ultimate um, clippers reign supreme and the soul which wants to connect to God has now been thrust down into this world in, in, its, worst, in its worst nightmare. Now, that's the first thing. So a person has this deep pity on the soul, and that arouses incredible mercy for oneself and one's fate, or the soul's fate. Additionally, what a person could do in order to arouse even further mercy is think about his life. You know, he's, let's say, for example, a person's had, you know, 30, 40, 50 years in this world, and he thinks about all the activities he's been involved with, and all the places that he schlepped his soul along with for that journey, the 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 deep pity that he can arouse within himself for 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 his situation for the for what he's put his soul through it it, it it's he'll be overflooded with emotion and that type of emotion is a great starting point for trying to have success in your learning Torah and doing mitzvahs and prayer and anything you want to do the spiritual or not. And a person will think, especially that the the thoughts and the actions and the and the utterances that a person's done, 
And all of these things where he's tied up the king and forced the king, in this case, a piece of God, the piece of a king, which is the soul, and forced the soul to experience all of these dreadful things, being trapped inside the person's mind, where the person's mind is going in dreadful locations, or any form of negative action. When a person just merely reflects on, I've been in the world for such and such amount of years and days, and I've done all these dreadful types of things. And my soul's been along for that entire ride and I've schlepped the soul around a piece of God in the furthest, in the, in, in, in like the gutters. It, it will make an, a, a tremendous flooding of emotion, of mercy on the soul's faith for having to, having to gone through all that. Because we know that the soul is like a, like a rope. We say Yaakov's, um, the rope of inheritance. The soul is like a rope, and the rope is connected to Hashem, but the bottom of the rope is is down here. It's like when you when you slap on a rope, the bottom of the rope and the top of the rope are in, are reflected. You, you, you know, if, let's say for example, there's a bucket at the bottom of the well, and a person wants to lift the rope. So I'm not lifting the bucket; I'm just lifting the rope. Well, obviously, if the bucket's connected to the rope, you're lifting it all. The connection between God and the soul. And unfortunately, when you tug on the on the rope downwards, well, you're schlepping everything down with you. So the person, when he starts to reflect, I have a soul, and the soul's connected to God, and it's still connected to God, and it went on a massive journey into the body and the serpent skin and the furthest distance away from godliness, and then I've done this whole drama with it, you know, my life lifespan so far and i've schlepped that soul through all the disgustingness of all the my behaviors and thoughts speech and action throughout my life it creates such a deep sense of pity and mercy for your soul and it says let him return to hashem and have mercy upon him now it's really interesting if you analyze the words carefully i don't want to go into it too much but it the 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 phraseology doesn't say um and hashem it doesn't just imply, and Hashem will have mercy on, on the person, you know, once he returns to Hashem. Hashem, I return, I'm so sorry. And Hashem will say, okay, I'll have you pity on you. That's one way to read it. Another way to read it is, you're returning to Hashem because you're having pity on Hashem. You're having mercy on Hashem. It's your godly soul, a piece of God that's inside of you. That's what's causing you to to have this mercy, that, that, uh, to return to Hashem because you're having... Literally having pity on your own spark within yourself. You're having the, um, compassion on the on Hashem who's dwelling with us in our time of of impure uncleanness because Hashem even in the worst of times will continue to have mercy upon us. And when a person is able. Summarizing today's tiny, when a person is able to before, let's say, davening, or let's say before putting a coin in Sadaka Pushka, he says, You know what? I want to have some feeling, and I'm going to have incredible mercy upon my godly soul. And he starts to reflect upon that at great length. And in case of most people, there's, pl- there's much to reflect on their history and how all the different places that they, that they schlepped their, their, their soul along for the ride. And he said, Well, I just feel so bad for this piece of God that's inside of me. And that's the feeling the person does the mitzvah. Says, I'll try, this is such a wonderful experience. And that's considered doing the mitzvah lishma, doing it with, um, with feeling, with, with, with heart. Thank you so much for joining the Tanya Tanya Frida Hinda and anyone who's listening to the Shlema have a wonderful and very successful day. Thank you so much for joining.